0: Good. Hopefm.co.za. It's an absolute pleasure having the winner of Miss South Africa 1992 in studio. Her name is Amy Klaynanskurd. Amy, good morning. Welcome to the show.
1: Good morning, Nigel. Lovely to be here.
0: Listen, it's an absolute pleasure uh, having you here. You said uh, that uh, you were up at 5 o'clock this morning. (laughs) (laughs) My
1: apologies. (laughs) Exactly, Nigel. You're so correct. We were up at 5 o'clock this morning. We're living in Franschhoek. And obviously having to dodge the early morning traffic and the mist that comes through, as you announced, with the, with the weather. We actually tried to make good time, and we did. It took us about an hour and a half to get through. Mm. Left home at about 20 past six. Had a nice coffee down the road and then popped into your studio.
0: Lovely. It's good to see you. You're, you're looking fantastic. You're looking Thank good. You. Um, and Amy was saying that… Uh, She's been modelling, she's been in this industry now for nearly 30
1: years Amy, (laughs) good grief Oh Nigel, you're giving away my age (laughs) But it it has been, it's been an incredible um, journey and incredible experience to be in the fashion industry for so long Mm -hmm. As I said earlier, I had a Lovely shoot just last week and I looked at the entire team and I didn't recognize anybody, which was quite crazy. So it just shows there's a lot of new players in the industry, from stylists to makeup and hair to photographers, production teams. And it's nice to see that the industry is really doing well. It's strong and thriving, especially in Cape Town.
0: Mm. Nine thirteen. amy claylands curd has joined us miss south africa 1992 let's just go back amy and i i asked you and i just wanted to confirm the fairways link that's that's where you grew up
1: oh yes favorite fairways my mom still lives in fairways and we very fond of that area um i think we moved there when i was four years old so it's been a long long time and it's actually been an incredible childhood, living in fairways.
0: Where did you go to school, primary
1: school? I actually went to the Hyde Park High Primary. Hyde Park, yeah, know it. And then I went to York Road Primary. <laughs> yes, in Lansdowne. Uh, in Lansdowne, so I moved around. I even went to Sunnyside in the '76 <laughs> riot period of time in... Athlone. Um, Athlone area. And then I landed up at South Peninsula High.
0: You SB. did you matriculate at yep, I matriculated, at SB. that's correct. All yes, right. So, yeah. well,
1: did, were you at UCT? Yep, I was yeah, at UCT. I, think. I don't remember you... Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, no, no. Of, yeah. A couple of <laughs> Yeah, okay. many years ago. I yeah. I think I saw you on campus. Um and, and then at seventeen, how did, how did you get into the fashion modeling industry? And and, and and I think the sort of community that we come from can be um harsh at, at times. You know, here you are ent- entering this industry um and people always have some was was it difficult? People always have something to say.
1: Well, that's an interesting question and it's got a loaded answer, I must admit, Nigel. Um, I actually started modelling because I was spotted by somebody. I was asked to do a charity show for Shorko when I was in Matrick. Um, and we were literally a group of girls that got together, guys, and said, okay, we'll, we'll do this thing It's for charity. And when I did the show, somebody spotted me there and asked me, have you ever considered doing modeling formally? Have you got an agent? Are you interested? And that's literally how it started. And what I initially started doing was um, what you call an in-house model for um, a, a, a lovely industry which is foundation and swimwear And what I would do is show all the new lines for the, for the new season To the clients of Speedo and, and Gossard at the time And it was absolutely fantastic and it literally just rolled in from there And I was never part of the beauty queen scene in Cape Town Which is an enormous industry And when I entered them in South Africa I, I got the funniest phone calls from all over Cape Town asking, where do you come from? Who are you? Have you entered a, a competition before? Why don't we know you? And it was literally like that. I was a stranger in the beauty queen scene because I hadn't ent- entered any mm. competition beforehand. But I had a lot of modeling experience by the time I had entered the Miss SA. I traveled internationally with my modeling and I'd had uh, earned really good pocket money <laughs> at, and while I was at university, which is great. Yeah. But the, oh, it was an exciting time of my life.
0: This is Good Up FM with Nigel Pearce. Absolute pleasure having Amy Claylands curd in studio, winner of Miss South Africa 1992. But you did NT 1991,
1: Amy. I did. Oh, you've done your homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit the way that actually uh, that crew, cookie crumbled was quite fascinating. I was asked by my agency, Amy, I think we should actually enter them in South Africa. And I looked at her, and she was a very British, um, lovely British lady called uh, Catherine. And I said to her, do you know, I actually, um, I'm a coloured girl. And did, did you notice that apartheid is really strong in South Africa? <laughs> and she just, um, not Catherine, Caroline. And I said, Caroline, um, have you seen the history of what happens when a coloured girl enters? And she says, what's the history? I say, they they choose a nice um, white blonde girl and the colored girl always comes in as a token second. I said, I'm not going to do that. If I can't actually win, I'm not entering. And she oomed and aahed about it and then persuaded me to enter in 1991. And I came. How did you feel? And I came, I felt fantastic. It was an amazing experience. The most incredible experience. We traveled um with all the girls. We went to Mauritius. We traveled all over South Africa. We went to the most gorgeous game farms, did shoots at the mala of the world. So it was an fantastic or organized, beautiful experience. And then I came back as the token second runner-up.
0: <laughs> First runner-up. I, I, I want to ask you about that, that, that token bit, but before we get to the token bit, Amy Klein, unskirt at 9.21. This is Good Up FM with Nigel. Pierce. How did the girls receive you? based on your, your thoughts about Miss South Africa?
1: Oh, it was actually fascinating. We had quite a few... Or ladies, not girls. Yeah, we, Ladies were actually um, quite a, a mixture at the time. South Africa seemed to have turned that corner. As Caroline had said to me, Amy, I really think the country is turning the corner. I think uh, politically we are needing to showcase to the world that we are making huge inroads and differences and we are transforming and be and. and Driving the change in South Africa, and this is an international platform on which we can actually make that incredible uh, signature happen. And so, our year in 1991 was a nice, good mixture between coloured girls, and black girls, and white girls. We had a really nice mixture, and I felt really confident in that year. But I was very, very happy that Diana Tilton Davis took the crown that year in 1991. It just wasn't my time. I was doing my HDE at UCT. I'd gone halfway through the year. They had given me special leave. And I just, I knew I, if I won the Miss Essay that year, I'd never go back. Because your, your year just gets catapulted into yeah. something extraordinary. So I <clears throat> put my tail between my legs.
0: How did you feel? I mean, c- coming back. second, how, how, how did you feel?
1: You know, it, it's actually... I actually never realized that I do that well. I'd never entered mm. a beauty competition before. Um, I've done one or two little ones, but not that major. Mm, that magnitude. And um, and coming coming second for me was like, wow, that was awesome. I actually got somewhere. I was in the top three, which was good enough for me. And then, of course, I went back to, to UCT. And I, I finished off my HDE my fourth year and was a qualified teacher. And I loved that. And the next year… <clears throat> I thought to myself, well, this is it. I might as well give it another go. I was persuaded by my mother and then Caroline again and said, this is your last chance because I was one of the oldest Miss South Af- Africa's actually mm. chosen and you only your, your maximum age is 24. I was 23 at the time. And they said, you cannot do it again. So if you don't do it this year, you, you may look back in your life and wonder whether it would have worked. Mm. And yes, and the next year I took it by storm and it was amazing. It was one of the most incredible, incredible choices I made in my life. Mm.
0: It's a good choice. And uh, it's a good choice having Amy Clarence-Curd on the show this morning when we return. More from Amy and that momentous year, that seminal moment in South African, uh, in in the Miss World, in in, in the Miss South Africa uh, pageant industry. um, It all changed in 1992. And she was the front runner. She changed it all. And then you became Miss World Africa. (laughs)
1: It was classified Miss World Africa because you actually, I hosted all the girls who came to the Miss World that year and... um, you get titled that obviously as you enter the well, Miss World competition. It was an exceptionally exciting time. My word, we were all. I was flown to the UK, and Saul Kersner at the time had bought the Miss World competition for four years mm. consecutively, because marketing and strategy-wise, he wanted to bring over, bring more eyeballs to South Africa when he established the um, and just finished the Lost City, and he just knew that that glamorous. Competition would definitely draw attention to the launch of the the last mm. city, which is. Very I actually watched exciting.
0: the um the uh, the my story on Sunday with Sol Kosner. Oh, yeah.
1: very exciting, and he he's an incredibly dynamic um person to work with. Just in a genius of an entrepreneurial um brain and personality. I flew to the UK, went to fetch all the golds everybody hugged in the UK and I flew over back to my home country as host um South Africa world. And it was um an, an experience of a lifetime. I was um, leading it very strongly. Um, I was asked my opinion about all kinds of things from politics to... How difficult
0: um, was that? Because it was a it was the, it was the time between the release of Nelson Mandela and yes. our first democratic election in <laughs> 1994. And there it, it was, it was a lot <laughs> happening politically as well. Uh, oh, as, as well.
1: It, was, it was enormous because I, um, where I stood as my South Africa, I'd won, but I couldn't vote which is quite an, a precarious little space to be in. Internationally, the media was really interested in what I was all about, how I thought about my country, where I believed my country was heading. In fact, I got a personal invite to have dinner at a, the UK South Africa club um, from uh, Margaret Thatcher. And she wanted me to sit right next to her. And she says, I want it from the horse's mouth. Is there something like the Lost generation existing? What are the youth in South Africa aspiring to? Do they see the sacrifice that others have made for them? Do they believe there is a future in South Africa for them? And I was questioned by her um, very intently and very sincerely because she really was interested. Is there change going to be coming? What did you say? And and I said, yes, of course. I would not be sitting next to you today if the youth in South Africa are not 100% in control of of where they wanting to go, and and really um, uh, hugging and holding close, and hoping that our change it through into our new democracy is going to be a peaceful one, a successful one. And for us, I said to her, that's our light. That's the light at the end of the tunnel. The sacrifices the Oliver Tambos, the Chris Hani's, the Nelson Mandelas have made over the year. We we are exceptionally aware of that, and we we promise to carry the. Battle. Forward for them.
0: Mm. During the pageant, participants paraded with their flag of their country.
1: <laughs> I know where you're going.
0: <laughs> Amy Claynant's curd has joined us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, winner of Miss South Africa 1992. And Amy, you refused to walk with the flag of the then apartheid South Africa. That's oh. that during again during that time mm. before the election, Mandela uh, being released. Um, and political unrest in mm. in the country and all eyes on Amy Kleinon's curd <laughs> a, a bold a bold move and 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 a brave move but the right move
1: 100% and you know I don't actually I didn't at the time really understand the genius of the moment I really didn't understand the ripple effect that that was actually going to be taking on Um, And let me give you a quick nutshell synopsis. I was in the um, Super Bowl, busy rehearsing with the other 87 contestants of the Miss World, sponsors, production team, the entire thing around us, and... Being in South Africa, I didn't formally get the brief of what you're needing to bring along with you. Miss Hungaria, Miss uh, Thailand, everybody had a whole list of things. And one of the things apparently in that list was a a certain size of flag from your own country. And during the rehearsals, we, we walked through the entire thing. And what had happened was that every time a girl gets announced, we would have this beautiful, beefy, almost half-naked, only in loincloth um, young man walking behind you, carrying your flag on a massive flagpole. And you'd walk in and the audience could see your flag and your name would get announced and that's you'd be officially introduced to the world. And I looked at this and I said to the organisers, what flag am I going to use? And nobody seemed to have had an answer for me. I said, what flag am I going to use? You don't understand. I'm, I'm really concerned about. It. And eventually they thought, oh, Amy's really taking this really seriously. And I said, I need to see the Miss South Africa committee. I need to see Saul Kuzner. I need to see production because if I'm going to be. If I'm going to be forced to carry the old flag, South African flag, it's not the flag of my people. We've just been to, I'd personally been to the uh, first rugby international game at Twickenham. It wasn't used there. All Africa games, we didn't use the old flag there. This is an international competition by all standards. I'm not going to be carrying that flag. That flag means pain and suffering for my people, and I'll have to withdraw if that's going to be the case. Wow. Did all, and this is behind the scenes now. <laughs> yeah. All things came to a stop. We then had a meeting with Sal Kuzna, the South Africa committee and production team. And 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 at the time, um, Bill Foro was our, our producer. And they all agreed. They said, look, we didn't even think about it. We didn't even consider it as something that needs to be done. I just said... I don't mind carrying any other flag but that. It could be a white plain flag showing peace and transition in our country, but I'm not carrying our old flag. Absolutely agreed. Had my white flag made, and of course Sol Kirzner got in there and said, and on that can be the Miss World Sun International logo. I said, Sol, what? What a pleasure. (laughs) Let's do that thing. (laughs) I walked out on that stage that night. Miss South Africa gets announced. My flag bearer is where, is carrying this white flag with a, a symbol of the Miss World on it, and the consequences of that evening w- was absolutely phenomenal. There were next day the operator at the hotel had no idea what I had to deal with, so that person was just putting through calls to my my room and there were calls like how dare you how dare you say that you my jeffrey South Africa is you can't fly us. That for me is this unbelievable other people phoned and said gosh well done it's so interesting that you've actually uh, made this call well done so I had a real big mix of people that were mm. really angry with me and other people that were happy for me and I'm telling you about, after about the 35th or 40th call, Jeez. I just said, you know, I, I can't do this anymore. Um, I'm needing somebody to, to um, feel these calls. Mm, I'm, it. I'm needing somebody to help me manage this environment. And one last call came through in my roommate, who was Miss Namibia at the time. She says, Amy, the phone's ringing again. I'm not picking it up. So I said, well, I'm not picking it up. You pick it up. Uh, she said, just, okay, take this last one. Take the last one. I said, okay, for sure, this is my last one. I said, uh, <clears throat> hello, this is Amy speaking. Hello. I'm thinking you got to be kidding me. Is somebody now going to play the fool with me? Um I'm very proud of you. I said, yes. Do you know who's speaking? I said, no. He said, this is Nelson Mandela. Good grief. And I thought, no, man. <laughs> Is somebody still playing with me? You know, it's like. He said, I want you to know that I am so proud of you. I want you to know that we old men discuss this often. We have made the sacrifice not so that we can pick the fruit of our sacrifice, we did it for our children. And Amy, it is so wonderful to see that you have made such a mature stance on an international uh, stage. And I, I, I honour you. I respect you. And will you please be my friend? Can you come to my home for tea? It was a, just a goose mom, moment, a bumps moment in my life.
0: The Magic in, moment. In,
1: in, in, incredible moment. And, and did
0: you, did you take him up on his oh, on his offer? Oh, I took Off, him up girl. on yeah, his offer. Yeah, yeah. One must, one must. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Amy Clannans Curtis joined us, and just an incredible account. Of her journey um, over the last uh, thirty years, we are sort of missing out some bits, but she's given us the important bits, and we wrap up our conversation with Amy Kleynans Kerr in a couple of minutes. Winner of Miss South Africa, nineteen ninety two. Hold on, Amy, you were saying that uh, you continued your conversation conversations and your relationship with former president Nelson Mandela.
1: Oh, I had an amazing relationship with Tata. He's um, was the most incredible um, friend. Really, really humble, had an amazing sense of humor I would laugh about the silliest things he'd tell me But also what was so incredible is that we used to see one another almost on a weekly basis And and that's as a result of that one call that he made when
0: you uh, decided to... um uh, ditch the the old South African flag and, and yeah. go in favour of, of a white flag. And he called yes. you up in the hotel room. Yes. You obviously took him up on his offer, and then yep. that relationship
1: uh, it, blossomed. Uh, it s- blossomed. It absolutely blossomed, and he'd invite me to come and plant plant his first tree on Arbor Day, for instance, near his home in Alexander. He'd call me over and just say, "Oh, he's got nothing to do for the afternoon. Can I come and sit and chat to him?" He'd um, be interested in what I'm doing. He was so personal. He was a really good quality as 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 a friend and a mentor. I wanted to start my dialect teacher... Um, service and he would sit down with me and say, and, and really uh, look at the plan of what I wanting to do. And he says, You know what? Come down to Cape Town. I'm flying to Cape Town in the jet. I'm needing to go to Parliament. I'm going to quickly pop you in to see Minister Bengu, who was our first Minister of yeah. Education at the time, and introduce me appropriately. Then he'd say to me, Have you found sponsors? Let, look, let's look at these. And we'd work together on yes, a daily basis. You? <laughs> it was just amazing. And then when I start losing it, you know, he's like, can you just keep the boat steady, Amy? Um, this is business. This is the way things work in the real world. Entrepreneurs, um, you, you've you got to understand there's going to be many no's coming your way, but you you just hang in there for the yes because there has to be a yes. That's the way the universe works. Mm. He would meant to me as in, I'd ask him, what do you think I should do? He said, first, you smile. you got to smile. You throw everybody off because they don't know where they stand with you. <laughs> Um, and, and be a straight shooter um, How do, your negotiation skills never let your left hand know what your right hand is doing Amy, little things like that
0: and he, all of those principles uh, you've uh, now taken into your, your projects your charity yes, projects, your business yes, projects,
1: yes and magic. it's just been fascinating I'm also director of a division in our company that um, incubates small to medium enterprises and those very principles remain inspired by what you're doing, always remember they are like okay anticipate the no's anticipate them and know what you are actually doing um, you know when you're in front of a client uh, Madiba always used to say give them what they want then they will give you what you want always understand your your client and the person that you either either negotiating with either in business or politically Amy that does not change that principle doesn't change so it has been it's been an incredible experience it's been hugely enriching for for myself and my family to have Somebody that we all see as an incredible icon to be so personally involved in my life, Mm. and I think the most important lesson that I learned out of that is that um, that you you can relate to anybody and everybody. That. the person sitting in front of me also just needs attention, affirmation, recognition. I do. And I do. To be I do, Amy. I do. I
0: want to be loved. I, I need affirmation. I do. I need it all the time, Amy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amy klaynans curd you've been absolutely magnificent this morning.
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure being here. And we'd right
0: love now. to have you back on the show again. I know your schedule is very, very busy and mm-hmm. crazy and manic at times, but we'd love to have you back sometime this year.
1: Oh, I'll definitely give you a visit if you give me a nice little visit.
0: Oh, in uh, Franchuk. Yep. Amy, good to see you. Okay. Thank you
1: thank
0: very much. Thank Bye-bye. HopeFM.co.za.